Welcome to the Indisputable Podcast, where we shoot the shit about indie music that has come out in 2018. My name is Travis Carlisle. And I'm Michelle Evanant. How are you, Trav? I'm good. How are you? Um, well, my voice feels pretty terrible. Exciting. Yeah. Perfect to record a podcast. This is the manyth time this year that one of us has said, haha, my voice feels terrible because this is, I think, the official point where both of us have just given up on our voices sounding decent while it is winter um, and we are teachers. Makes sense. Because we're just permasick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a new lifestyle. I'm getting used to it faster than I thought I would. They say after being a teacher for two years already. <laughs> um, yeah, so what album are we talking about right now, Trav? Are we talking about Eel's 2018 album called The Deconstruction? Cool. Why are we listening to this? <clears throat> uh, Eel's has been one of my favorite like old bands. I don't know what you want to say, a band or a solo act um, who I haven't followed very closely, kind of since 2010. But whose earlier work I really enjoyed and had a very big impact on my life and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So you've put Eels tracks on playlists and sent me Eels tracks like here and there over the years. But this is the first like full Eels album that I've actually listened to start to finish. So oh. it might be interesting to get a like contrasting opinion between like your perspective because you've got the context of the whole album and my perspective being that of a person who's only listened to the latest album. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that said, what would your elevator pitch for this album be? Um, renowned sad song musician Mark Everett returns with Eels and delivers us uh, a little bit that we've heard before and some slight changes after a big old break since their last work. Cool. Um, my elevator pitch would be, yeah, as dad rock goes, it's pretty slick and pretty interesting to listen to. Yeah. Cool. So, why don't you lead us into the trivia corner, Trav? Sure. Uh, my trivia would be that literally five minutes ago I found out that Beautiful Freak and Electroshock Blues were actually not Mark Everett's first albums out in the big wide world. Uh, his first work was not under Eels, it was under E. And that was all the way back in fucking 1992, which is like the year after I was born, which is creepy. That's the year before I was born. Hmm. Um, my trivia fact would be that according to Mark Everett, the first physical contact he ever had with his father, who is a renowned physicist, mm -hmm. was when he um, found his dad dying of a heart attack on their kitchen floor when he was 19. Yeah. But it also explains a lot of his early music. I suppose so, because that was apparently the starting point of his family members um, dying in rapid succession. Shuffling off this mortal coil. Mm -hmm. hmm. uh, what are your high notes about this album, Trav? Um, it's cool listening to Eels again. It's cool listening to something that is in a bit rate above like a hundred bits because there's old stuff from the 90s that I really enjoyed is very very lo-fi generally recording in a basement probably in a couple of days uh, so it's cool to almost hear something I like being reimagined um, and there are a few tracks on here that I think bring out what I really like about Eels uh, 
they're like it's almost like opening up a little time capsule except the time capsule is in much better shape than you thought it would be <laughs> yeah i really like the um i guess you could say the instrumental composition of this album like the way the different instruments and melodies are combined follows a very unpredictable structure and um yeah, like as I was listening to it, there were lots of moments when I was like, ooh, I didn't expect that, which is nice uh, and a relatively rare experience, I think. So, yeah, I like that. I like that about this album. Um, Do you have any low notes? My low notes would be that uh, I just think the subject matter is a little bit tired. Yeah, this very much sounds like dad rock to me. <laughs> so, um, and like, not like cool dad rock like Pink Floyd, just like dad rock, dad rock. So, um, but I guess also not like dad rock that I hate, like the national, just like dad rock that I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to, but that like um, I can very much like respect and enjoy when it is playing. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I would say that my low notes for this album would be that uh, oh it's tough to say like the subject matter I guess yeah just a bit old because this is Everett's 12th if I remember full length album as Eels plus two more if you include E as well and like he says this is like his reflective look through life and what's happened and stuff everyone kind of does the reflection thing it's like reading a biography it's kind of boring yeah, and also, like, rock music as a genre is very much autobiographical. Like, right. As subject matter goes. I also wanted to say the lyrics as well. Not just mm. the subject matter, but the lyrics are pretty boring. Yeah, I was going to say that the, a lot of the flair from old Eels content that I really enjoyed was listening to it and having a guy tell you about how the funeral he was at was, like, a awakening point in his life and things like a beautiful story comes out of a fucking funeral like yeah. weird quirky digressions and like uh, storytelling you don't really get that in this yeah, album yeah there was nothing quirky about this album well mm. except for the instrumental uh, structural mm. little that was embellishments that I did mention before but lyrically thematically nothing quirky about this album mm. um, hat. yeah what I want to say like backtracking a little bit to my high note section is that um is if there's another album that tangentially reminds me of this album it would be Mill Variations by Tom Waits mm. because it's also got that sort of like um it's based around the rock genre but uh with a lot of like extra um yeah extra instrumental ele elements added in here and there um in quite a unique way but yeah <laughs> Tom Waits um I think has a lot more character, has much more interesting lyrics, has, uses much more interesting imagery, and much more Thor themes. So, yeah. Um, anyway, when will you listen to this again, if ever? Um, I might listen to a song or two here and there, but the whole album, probably not. Like, this is kind of fit the bill for why I haven't listened to very much Eels since about 2010. Um, yeah, the last time I remember enjoying Eels was like my first year in university. And uh, yeah, I don't see myself listening to this very much, if ever. Yeah. You? 
Um, I know exactly when I'm gonna listen to this again. And it's gonna be the next time I go and stay with my parents and I wanna cook a meal for my parents and listen to music at the same time and not have my dad say, Michelle, dear, could you put some headphones on, please? I will play this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the specific instance in which I'll listen to this. And I'll put one of the tracks on a playlist. Cool. Yeah, because I do, like, I can definitely enjoy this album one track at a time, but just not the whole album in one go, I think. Sure. Yeah. Do you have a mixtape track with you? Yes, my mixtape track is, it's called um, Sweet Scorched Earth. Mm. Yeah, it's just like a lovely um, kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Not nihilistic, like uh, apocalyptic, no... um, the type of literature that I read it's not apocalyptic it's like dystopian there we go it's a lovely dystopian love ballad I think Mm. and yours? Uh, my favourite was Premonition it reminded me a lot of my like old favourite songs like Little Bird off of End Times or P.S. You Rock My World off of uh, Electroshock Blues it reminded me a lot of those like that that was like my time capsule moment listening to this album so it'll probably be that or something like the epiphany i think is the one i also thought was okay yeah Yeah. but also like if you want to get a sense of like um what we talk about when we talk about like this album's kind of quirks i think that the opening and title track the deconstruction Mm. would be a good example of that very much so yeah um are there any tracks that you would skip no, if if I made the effort to listen through this album, I would probably listen through it from beginning to end because I get what I used to enjoy out of Eels in like small little bite-sized pieces and then I also get reminders of why I don't really want to listen to it very much anymore and I probably should just listen to their old shit. Yeah, like as I said before, this album I found uh, kind of boring so it's hard to pick a skip track off a boring album. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so... Moving on to what's next for the Indisputable podcast, we will be talking about an album called Semicircle by a band called The Go! Exclamation mark Team. And that will be our next round of Music Roulette, as well as our next episode. Yay. As long as we last on the streets